Today, I want to talk to you about our relationship with time. It is something that I hear so frequently from clients, um, two different aspects, clients, my, my, my kids even, two different relationships with time. Either the busyness where we don't have enough time, there's never enough time, I don't have time to fill in the blanks, or the relationship of time where maybe you've been working towards something and things aren't unfolding at the time as fast enough or on the time frame that you have. So it's that impatience with waiting. That's another relationship with time. So this is something that really is more about us not really being present. And it's about our prioritization of things. And it's about our um, trust. These are the main things that I feel like rob us of a sense of time. And it's funny because it's mostly in our, in the United States, we have a culture where we have a culture of frenzied doing and where busyness is a badge that we wear to make us feel important sometimes. So this is what we're talking about today. This is what I would love to discuss is our relationship to time and what the, the key component that's missing is. So tune in. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Simple Awakenings podcast, where we offer people at a turning point simple strategies to help you find clarity in the chaos of your life. I'm your host, Jennifer Rentolo. This is the Simple Awakenings Podcast, where you can find clarity in the chaos. Simple Awakenings shares real-life lessons from real people who have had experiences that help them awaken to the simple truth of what they need to thrive in their life. These are conversations helping us evolve and awaken in how to simplify life in parenting, in education, and in the way we interact with the world around us. Let's ripple change through awareness and connect with our mind, body, and spirits one conscious conversation at a time. Now your host, Jennifer Rentolo, an integrative bridge to health, hope, and healing. So what do I think the key component is that's missing that interferes or disrupts our relationship with time? The key component is our connection, our connection to ourselves and what it is that we want and need, but it's also our connection to the present moment because we spend so much time trying to control so many aspects of our life that we really don't have control over. We do not have control over time. Time goes on. Time moves on. We know that we have 24 hours in a day. We know that we have 60 seconds to a minute. And we know usually our day begins at a certain time and our day ends at a certain time. Now, we have control over that when our day begins and when our day ends. But we don't have control over 
how much time we have for X, Y, and Z. We can, we can start to manage things, but we don't have control over external timeframes, like when certain meetings are scheduled, we don't have control over that. We don't have control over how quickly our kids grow. I mean, how many times as a parent have you heard, oh, enjoy this time while you have it because it goes fast. It does go fast because so many of us are focused on next, what's coming. Here's an example. I remember when my kids were little and you know those bucket seats where you'd be carrying those bucket seats around and oh my goodness, I had big babies. And I remember carrying those bucket seats around thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait till they can walk. Well, fast forward, then they start walking and I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I can't wait till they slow down a little bit, right? It's like, I can't wait till, it's like always looking for that next thing, the next phase. This is our conditioning as humans. One of the things that I feel like some people do and some people have trouble with is in a society where we are, are conditioned to be future focused, we sometimes lose the now, the present moment. And that sometimes makes us feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to, I'm never going to get this time back. You won't ever get time back. Time is not something that you can rewind, right? And when we hang out in the, in the past, that's when we get depressed. That's when we have regret. And so how do you avoid that? You avoid that by really learning to be in the present moment. So another thing that I think about is I have friends of mine, some uh, really successful people that I know, that when their kids were little, mostly the males, when their kids were little, they felt like, well, I'm going to focus on building. They were so focused on building this um, business and success, getting success, that they didn't really spend a lot of time be present with their kids and connect with their kids. And then what happens is later on when they try to have a relationship, maybe when they are slowing down or maybe when something happens that makes them reevaluate their life, they realize, wow, I, I don't really have a relationship with my kids or I don't have a relationship with my spouse. This is something that COVID really showed us is when we were kind of, when time slowed down, and we really had to press that pause button and we were kind of forced to be in that present moment, a lot of people realized that either they didn't have relationships or they were in relationships that they weren't really happy with. So again, you can't get that time back. And connection happens in the present moment. Connection happens over a series of present moments. And the relationship with your children begins when they are young. So if you're putting off having a relationship with your kids until they're older, that time may not come. And I'm not saying this to, to shame anybody because this is, again, a culture. There was a culture where, you know, men went to work and, and work was prioritized and, you know, the, the, the kids everybody just kind of played their roles, right? And unfortunately, right now, I feel like kids are coming into the world 
And they're really teaching us something. They're really showing us where the gaps are and where we need to sort of start making some changes. This is my opinion. I really worked with my husband on building those relationships with my kids. And that takes time. And a lot of us, when we're caught up in busyness, we don't prioritize some things that maybe should be prioritized. Like for myself, I didn't prioritize my self-care when my kids were younger because I was so busy showing up for them. And again, I had two kids that had some serious health challenges and I was so busy trying to you know, control all these things and, and micromanage everything and try to get my world right that my own personal inner world was not right. And I wound up having all sorts of health issues like migraine headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, panic attacks, you name it. I had a lot of these things. And it was not until I literally had to drive myself to the hospital because I thought I was having a stroke. Yep, you heard me right. My husband, I was on the phone with my husband, started to drop my speech. I have two kids at home. I have two kids I have to go pick up at school. And my tongue went numb and my arm went numb. And I thought, uh-oh, this isn't good. And so my husband, I'm talking to him on the phone. He's 200 miles away. He was doing a pro bono thing at Shriners Hospital, 200 miles away. He's like, Jen, you've got to call 911. You know what my answer was? I don't have time to call 911. Who's going to watch the kids? I have to pick up, you know, the other two and blah, 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 blah. So he wound up calling a neighbor to come over. And again, this message to me was I wasn't prioritizing myself. It wasn't that I didn't have time. It's that I didn't want to take the time for myself because I was so busy showing up for everybody else and creating time for everybody else. And what happens when you do that? Your own health starts to suffer. Your own well-being suffers. So how many of you listening get caught up in that frenzied doing and that busyness? And maybe you know that self-care is something you need to do. But when somebody says self-care, I can already see the eye roll going. Self-care, people either think is selfish or they say, I don't have time for that. Well, time is a created thing. And if you prioritize, prioritize something, you will make time for it. So I think we really need to start thinking about shifting our priorities. And I think what stops us from taking time for certain things especially things that we don't see an immediate return on investment. For example, maybe if you're struggling with work-life balance, you're caught up in all these tasks and these doings. Um, it's funny, I read something about toxic productivity and with the cell phones and the um, you know all of our constant connection to work and to people having access to us, that can be... Uh, a time suck because we never really unplug. We never really, you know, step away from that. So that, that dominates our time. We have to actually prioritize unplugging from those things so we can take time for other things. But a lot of times we're worried that if we don't do something or if we don't take time for something, 
then we're not going to be productive or we're going to miss out on something or we're going to um, disappoint somebody. And so what we don't realize is when we are able to create time for ourselves or for something that's important to us, for something that will actually maybe benefit us and help us in the long run, when we create time for that and we free, free up space for that, we can actually become more productive. We can become more creative. We feel a deeper connection to ourself and then to our loved ones and also a deeper connection to what we are doing, our intention, because we've taken the time to pause and connect with ourselves and connect with the present moment. And we all of a sudden start getting an abundance of time an abundance of patience and an abundance of energy because we've taken the time to reset and connect. And so what stops us from doing that is fear that we're not going to be productive or we're going to miss something or we're, we're um, going to disappoint somebody. But what we don't realize is when we take that time for peace, for self-care, for connection, we actually improve our productivity. We improve our ability to show up. So can you honestly say, are you giving your best self when you are wearing this badge of busyness? Does it make you feel important? Do you feel like you are showing up your best self in all of the frenzied doing that you're doing? Now I ask you, what stops you from taking time and carving out and prioritizing time for you, for your kids, and for the things that bring you joy? What's stopping you? Some of the most successful people that I know or that we hear of, take Richard Branson, for example, very successful, multi-billion dollar industry, right? He's got planes, he's got planes, trains, automobiles, and spaceships going on. But this is a man who really knows how to take time. He takes time to connect to himself. He takes time to kite surf and play and do things that bring him joy. He takes time to connect with his family. And this is a man that because of this time, because of this, he also is able to connect to his creativity. He's able to be innovative. And so there are plenty of people, plenty more examples where taking the time can actually make us healthier, happier human beings. Take uh, the longevity studies. When we look at people, the healthiest people in the world, right? We look at the centenarians that have been studied in Sardinia. What do they take time for? a big part of their life is they take time to walk everywhere. They take time to visit and connect and have conversations. They take time to make their meals and then to sit down and enjoy their meals together as a family. And because of this, they have less stress in their life and they are healthier and they have more people living past hundred than anybody else. So why is it that we feel that we're constantly busy. And this busyness is a created thing. This busyness 
is really doing things and being caught up in sort of the, the hamster wheel. The busyness is that hamster wheel. We're constantly going and going and going and going. And we're not realizing that you can stop the wheel at any time and you can hop off that wheel. You can hop off that wheel, get a bite to eat. You can hop off that wheel, have a conversation. You can hop off that wheel and take a rest. It is always your choice and your choice is your greatest power. So hopefully one of these, the, the clarity moments is that it's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to prioritize, prioritize yourself, your health, your well-being. It doesn't have to be when all of a sudden we're faced with a serious challenge, whether it's our health, whether it's the health of our loved one, that forces us to take that time. It's okay to give yourself permission to take time now. And this time can be little micro moments. I call them mindful moments, right? In that busyness, I've, I've shared this, you know, my husband is a surgeon and his day is packed full. He's usually going from one room to another, seeing patients. If he's got cases that he's operating on, he's usually running to see patients in between. Um, and there's a lot of people where we're, we're busy. We have deadlines. We have these people to show up for that are demanding our attention in our, in our work life, but we're human beings. And so when we find ourselves getting like overwhelmed and feeling stressed or feeling that pressure, or feeling like I, I don't even have time to pee right now. I remember that as a critical care nurse where I, I literally wouldn't have time to go to the bathroom. And when we talk about breaks, geez, like taking a break, especially now. I was a critical care nurse pre-COVID, but you know, nurses nowadays, good Lord, they're constantly on the go. Um, and again, it's taking that time to recognize, I have to go to the bathroom right now and allowing yourself a moment to go get yourself together, freshen up, right? Um, my point is, one of the things that I've taught my husband to do when he's having those moments of overwhelm or feeling like, gosh, he's just like, he doesn't have time is to literally take, create the time, step outside because he loves nature, step outside and turn his face up to the sun and take five to six slow, deep breaths. That takes all of one to two minutes. And research has shown it takes two minutes to reset your nervous system two minutes to elicit the relaxation response. And you can do this. Everyone can carve out two minutes to just stop and take a couple of deep breaths. One of the things that I do with my kids too, when they're demanding my time and I'm in the middle of something, is I will stop for a second what I'm doing and I will turn to them and I will say, I'm in the middle of this. I want to hear what you have to say. Can you just give me five minutes? Or you know, is this an emergency, right? And I, if I, I've literally told my kids, if you're not on fire, no one's bleeding, it's not an emergency. Um, but I acknowledge them. And so I take the time to acknowledge them, acknowledge that I see them, I hear them, and I will give you my time as soon as I complete what it is that I was doing in the moment. 
So that's a tip that I have for parents out there when you're trying to get stuff done and, and you're having trouble. Um, the other relationship with time that I wanted to just touch on briefly is when we feel like we have an agenda and we feel like, okay, I've done X, Y, Z. Now I want this to happen. Or I want, you know, something to happen and you have a specific time frame. or you're, you, it's because we're again, focused on outcomes. We're focusing on a goal. I want this. And so if I do these steps, then this will happen. And what and we get disappointed, and I, I, I have totally been there where I've gotten disappointed because things aren't happening on my own time frame. Because, you know, I'm not filling a class or I'm not, you know, my retreat didn't fill or um, the uh, opportunity that I was looking for. I haven't heard back from them on, in, you know, expeditiously. And so this can create frustration. And what I've had to tell myself is, and I've had to learn this because again, when you're type A, like I'm a, I'm a type A person that is, I call myself a recovering type A person. When we are result oriented, which I am result oriented, when we are result oriented, we we want things to happen and we want efficiency and we want to be able to say, okay, I did these steps and now this is going to happen. Or I put X amount of time into this and now I want things to, you know, the outcome. And I've learned that it's not my timing, that I need to learn to let go of the outcome and really be in the present moment and connect to the intention behind what I'm doing, to connect to the purpose, to connect to um, the joy of the moments and the process, and then step back and let thing and let things unfold as they're meant to unfold which is divine timing so again that that saying if it's meant to be it will be i really remind myself of that often and i let go and this is where the the i take back my power over myself because i can't control the outcome i can't control what's going to happen I can only control what I'm doing in the moment to pave the way for something to happen, to open doors for something to happen. But when the door opens, isn't up to me necessarily. It's just me being ready for when the door opens. Hopefully that makes sense. And I think of this because recently I was, my oldest son is in the process of, a, of applying for jobs. He, like many young adults, fresh out of college, is trying to figure out what brings him joy and what he feels connected to work-wise. And so he thinks he's narrowed it down and he's had a couple of interviews. And in the meantime, he's working just bartending and, and waiting tables and coaching and doing a couple of odd jobs just to pay his rent, um, you know, adulting. And one of the things that he was finding is he's getting frustrated because he says, geez, mom, I don't know how much longer I can do this. And I said, you know, you're, you're doing the work that you need to do to start to open the doors, to start to have opportunities come to you. And sure enough, he's had a couple of interviews and he told me, you know, mom, I, I can't, I, I really want 
a regular nine to five. I don't, I'm only going to be doing this for, you know, X amount more time. I can only do this X amount more months. Um, and then I really just need to, I really need to get some steadiness and, um, balance in my life. And I was like, dude, that sounds great, but life doesn't happen that way. You have to be open to opportunities. You're certainly doing the work and you're creating opportunities for yourself. But you also need to trust in the process and you need to let go of the outcome and just open to these opportunities, but also the fact that when it's meant to be, it will be. When the right job comes along, things will align and you will flow into that job. And I've got my fingers crossed, but he's he's been on this path and he's had a couple of interviews in this one job. He's having his third interview, actually. Um, tomorrow. And this job, he said, mom, I just, I get so excited when I think about this work and he loved the conversations that he's had with people. He loved the questions. And of all of the interviews that he's had, he really felt the most sparked by this one. And so I said, you know what? This is a soul connection. This is when you know, when you get that feeling of excitement and joy, that's when your, your soul is telling you it's, it's kind of, it's the right fit for you. Um, or, you know, it's, it's, it's telling you you're on the right track. You're on the right path, but this is timing. I mean, he had a couple of other interviews and he's things again, he wasn't hearing back fast enough. And I said, bud, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Could be they're trying to rework a position. Could be they're trying to create a position. Could be they, um, you know, they're, they have a budgeting issue. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So, just be patient and allow things to unfold as they're meant to unfold. You can't attach to your time frame. You have to open and realize that it's not just your time frame we're talking about. It's divine timing. It's when everything aligns, things will happen. So this is not easy to do. Trust me, because sometimes we get really attached to things. Sometimes we really want certain things to happen and certain things to unfold. And it's really when we are able to step back and to work on trusting that if we can look at, at what we've done and trust that I've done everything I can to make this outcome happen. Now I need to just trust that if this is something that is meant for me, it will be. So in this whole relationship with time, it really comes down to, number one, becoming more present in our lives, becoming more present in the now, and less focused on the past or focused on the future, and really trying to create more connection to the here and now. And in that, more connection to ourself and to our loved ones and figuring out what is it that I need in the moment to show up as my best self? And oftentimes that means creating time for something, whether it's self-care, whether it's conversation, whether it's, you know, listening to your, your kid, remembering that everybody wants to feel heard, seen, and important. That's a fundamental need that we have. So is connection. We need that sense of belonging. And so that comes when we are able to pause and connect in the moment 
with ourselves, with what we need, and then with other people, with our intention and our purpose to what it is that we're doing. Connect to our actions, our thoughts, our reactions, and again, our purpose and intentions. And then once we do that, it's really prioritizing you and prioritizing taking time every day to do something to reboot, to reset, to fill up your well, meaning do something that brings you joy. Do something that helps you really connect to the present moment. And the sign of being really in your joy is when you are doing something and you get lost in time. It's not when you're caught up in the busyness. You're not truly connected in those moments. And next time you use the excuse, I'm so busy, I don't have time, I want you to stop for a second and think, am I? Or am I not creating time for things that matter? Do I need to reprioritize my life a little bit and the things that I do create time for? We can all do that, all of us. And again, it doesn't mean you take a, have to take a full day. It doesn't mean you have to take an hour here or an hour there. It means you need to start with small little things, whether you take two minutes to reset your nervous system and take some deep breaths, whether it's you, instead of checking your emails first thing in the morning, you sit down and have a conversation with your loved ones, whether it's you are finding yourself stressed and overwhelmed by work that you're doing and you stop and push away from your computer or your desk for a moment and either stand up and, and go for a walk or you take some deep breaths, you do something to reset your nervous system. Or maybe you put your hand on your heart and a hand on your belly and you take a couple of deep breaths and you say, wow, I'm having a hard time right now. And you come back to your body and you connect to what you're feeling in this moment in your body. All of these things are ways that you can take time and you can reset so you can become more productive and more purposeful and powerful in your life. And then finally, if you find yourself getting impatient or needing instant gratification, I invite you to just, again, take a pause and tell yourself, I have to let go of the, the attachment to the timing and the outcomes. And I need to just trust that if it's meant to be, it will be. And with that, if you're struggling and if any of this resonated with you and you're finding that you're really having trouble with time and you're having trouble connecting to the present moment, I have a Power and Now Masterclass that you might want to check out. It is a free masterclass and I talk about the importance of showing up in the present moment for yourself and the importance of understanding what are the things that pull us away from that and pull us away from being our best selves and showing up for ourselves. I also have um, a clarity call that you are welcome to connect with me and we can have a free conversation to figure out um, the roadmap to where you want to go and what are the obstacles in your path that you're finding. And maybe um, I can help you clear those obstacles. So in the meantime, I wish you all well and I invite you to put away 
the little badge of busyness, put that in the corner someplace, tuck it in a drawer because it's not really serving us. So let's reevaluate our relationship with time. Be well, everyone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, like, subscribe, and give it a review at your favorite podcast platform. For more info on Jen, visit jenniferrentolo.com. That's Jennifer, W-R-E-N, Tolo, T-O-L-O.com. Thanks for listening.